This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Arsenal receive a massive boost regarding Jurian Timber, but is the story now over for Marquinhos? Whilst Premier League clubs could be bringing down profit and sustainability regulations, this is the Arsenal News Show. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for making this a part of your morning routines. It is very much appreciated. Uh, I hope you've had a good start to your week. I hope that Monday and Tuesday treats you. I, I had a horrible moment yesterday. At a horrible moment. I've got uh, I've got plans to see my brother-in-law on, on Friday and... Uh, Going out for a meal and a couple of drinks and stuff in the evening. And you you go through the week and you're thinking about what you've got ahead of yourself. And obviously that is at the end of my week. And so I'm kind of looking forward to to that. Um, and yesterday I thought it was Wednesday. So I went to, I was eating dinner and I was like, oh, a couple of days and I'll be able to go out on Friday and relax and, you know, just enjoy the fact that the week, the work of, the week of work is over. And it was Tuesday. And that was horrible because Tuesday, as I maintain, is the worst day of the week. It's deceptive. You think you're much closer to the end of the work week than you are. And yeah, that wasn't nice. But I tell you what did perk me up. It was the fact that in yesterday's show, we set the challenge of reaching a thousand likes. And we're going to try and do this every single day until the end of the season, if we can. And maybe beyond. Let's see if we can just make it the TGT target of a thousand likes every day. And uh, we hit 1.5 thousand likes on the video. You guys are astonishing. I, I cannot stress enough how proud I am of the community that we have here. It is, and I maintain this to be, the best audience, the best group of people, the most supportive group of people I could ever wish for. Um, I always maintain that your community, your audience is a reflection of the work you put in, which makes me feel incredibly proud of of what we've done together. So thank you. And um, yeah, let's let's keep smashing it. Let's keep doing it. So smash that like button 
and we are going to push this all the way as far as we can so thank you if you haven't already dropped a like on the video please make sure you do help us on our way to the target of uh of subscribers matching that of the emirates stadium as we try and hit that sixty thousand target maybe by the end of the season i doubt it uh we'd need a hell of a push to be able to do that but maybe uh through the summer we'll be able to do it i guess we'll have to wait and see uh let's jump into today's stories right after we said good morning to those joining us in the chat box uh pika who good morning to you uh damien marcus glenn matt g shari jimbo red star uh we've got kaiser and kieran we've got uh black shine and carlton and tabani uh matt g paul eddie darren barry maximius rowan nsw Stephen, angela anthony uh, Franklin, Dellen, Sweating Merlot, Morgie, plenty more of you guys and girls as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is very much appreciated. Um, so do, do indeed subscribe if you haven't done so already. Pass the channel on to your friends if they're looking for content every single day on their morning routines, on their way to work, on their way to school, however they want to absorb their Arsenal content. Just steer them in this direction. Um, and uh, we'll do our best to keep you informed and as objective and grounded and emotionally stable as we can, as always. Right, so to the stories. Uh, Premier League clubs are set to meet to discuss profit and sustainability rules. A really interesting story coming out uh, yesterday. I'm reading from an article on uh, the Football London website uh, written by my colleague, Tom Coley, um, Premier League sides will discuss a major restructure of the current financial regulations in place known as Profit and Sustainability Regulations in a two-day meeting on Tuesday and Wednesday, February 6th and 7th. It comes as the three sides have current charges held against them with breaching monetary laws. Everton twice, Nottingham Forest and Manchester City have all been charged with different breaches in the past year. City's alleged 115 charges uh, a totally unprecedented call made by the league 12 months ago is the most high profile and complex, and it relates to historical allegations of systematic cheating between 2008 and 2018. Uh, Forrest and Everton's case is more straightforward. The two sides have both gone over the 105 million loss-making threshold over that three-year period. Clubs will meet for an organised talk over various issues with PSR being a point on the agenda, and the proposal is set to move towards UEFA's cost control measure. So we'll see if this does indeed change. We are seeing significant restrictions um, going on. I hope that things do change. I, I hope that the audio is okay. I think for some it may have gone a little bit weird. It might be the internet. So apologies about that. I'm hoping that it sorts itself out. It shouldn't be going weird, but I'm hoping that it sorts itself out. Um, but we're hoping to see some changes. Uh, we're hoping to see some um, improvements, if you like, in the world of... Uh, finances and football. So keep the fingers crossed that things do improve. Um, but the Premier League clubs, such as Arsenal, have, I think at least, we, well, we've been in a position where we're hoping that things do get better. Uh, we're hoping that the, the financial restrictions placed upon clubs allow the league to be more competitive. And if we want that to happen, well, if we want that to happen, then we are going to have to see Arsenal restricting their spending in certain positions because it affects all clubs. I think the rules and the regulations and the financial restrictions should exist. I think there should be things in place to stop clubs going mad with money. I mean, look at Chelsea. They should be punished for spending their money frivolously and poorly. Arsenal should be rewarded for being shrewd and targeted in their business. So I hope that the rules, if they are to change, still promote competition 
and don't just bow to the pressure of clubs wanting to spend huge sums of money. Moving into more Arsenal-specific uh, related stories, and Amario Koja Dubri, according to Fabrizio Romano, uh, is still in talks with Arsenal over a potential contract. Uh, it's very difficult to um, kind of understand, I suppose, the position that Amario Koja Dubri is in because he is a person that faces a real level of competition in those wide areas. We all expect Arsenal to be active in the transfer market regarding potentially bringing in new wide forwards in the summer. We know we've been linked with the likes of Pedro Neto, for instance. I hope, at least, that Amario Kojadubri, if he is to renew, that we can be in a position to give him opportunities. But you could not begrudge him of not signing a new deal if, indeed, he doesn't see that pathway. And that pathway is going to be very, very difficult to see kind of established because Saka's there and Martinelli's there and Nelson's still here and Trossard's still here. Havertz can play in, in wide areas if we ever wanted him to. Uh, Fabio Vieira can play there as well. Uh, Marquinhos remains here for the moment. And Arsenal, I think, would want to sign somebody as well. Um, but I think Rich actually raises a really good point in the chat, which is I hope that Coach Dubry looks at somebody like Amari Hutchinson and decides that it's worth staying. Now, it's worth pointing out that Amari Hutchinson made a terrible choice of moving to Chelsea of all teams, and maybe it would be different if he moved elsewhere. But it is a good point that the grass is not always greener, and maybe staying at Arsenal is the right move. But Arsenal will be hoping to at least signing up to a new deal for a number of benefits. One being, of course, the player is talented, and who knows, he could succeed at Arsenal. And the other being, if he doesn't, Arsenal would hope to make a sale and some pure profit on any potential exit. Now, Marquinhos, speaking of which, has not been included in the UEFA Champions League updated squad lists. He is currently with the Brazilian under-23s in the pre-Olympic tournament um, at the moment. And I think that there is an expectation that he will move on. Um, I don't think that we will... I don't think that we will see Marquinhos play again senior level in an Arsenal shirt. He has, as I say, been away with the Brazilian under-23s for their uh, pre-Olympic tournament, which, which they're doing very well, um, actually. Um, and they've been doing pretty well uh, up until the uh, kind of next stage of the tournament, if you will. They beat Ecuador and then lost to Venezuela on the last match day, which meant they progressed anyway. They then lost to Paraguay's under-23, sadly. And then they've got games against Venezuela tomorrow and then Argentina on Sunday, they probably will have to win those two games if they have any hope of of winning that final group stage tournament. Um, but Marquinhos has not really been involved all that much. He's come off the bench. He's uh, started, I think, one game in the first group stage, but uh, with the likes of Endrick and Andre Santos and players like this, it's, it's no surprise that uh, he's not really necessarily getting the minutes. It is of a different level. But uh, Corinthians are said to be interested in Marquinhos and maybe we'll see him move in the coming weeks because we know that the Brazilian market is open all the way through until March. So maybe that is where Marquinhos will end up. And the headline story of the day is sticking with that UEFA Champions League squad list. Urian Timber is part of that squad, which is obviously fantastic news. Um, we're hoping to see... Uh, Jurian Timber involved in a squad at some point. And I've said for some time that I think it could be March that we see him back. And if it is March, fantastic, because that would be 
Really, really beneficial for the second leg of Arsenal's Champions League last 16 stage. It would also um, be beneficial to see him back for potentially the game against Manchester City. Arsenal, of course, are involved in a game against Manchester City at the end of March, March 31st. So if indeed Jurian Timber could be back for that, that'd be great. But just to give you the full A-list of players that are involved, Ramsdale, Raya, Hilson, William Saliba, Ben White, Ma uh, Gabriel Magalash, Timber, Kivior, Cedric, Takira Tomiyasu, Zinchenko, Partey, Odegaard, Trossard, Jorginho, Vieira, Elneny, Havertz, Rice, Saka, Gabriel Jesus, Smithrow, Martinelli, Nketiah, and Nelson. That is the A-list squad. So Timber replaces Lino Souza in that A-list squad, of course, after he moved to Aston Villa. So who knows when we're going to see him? But we do seem to be closing in on that return of Jurian Timber in the next few weeks or so. Let's keep the fingers crossed that that turns out to be the case. Uh, we, we can really hope that it's, it is going to be happening soon. Right, let's go to part two and your questions right after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, part two. Um, if you haven't done so already, please do drop a like. Uh, as I said at the start of the show, a massive thank you to everyone for helping us reach 1.5 thousand likes on yesterday's show. Amazing support and dedication and a real showing of the uh, the power of you guys. Um, so thank you. Uh, please do drop a like before you head anywhere anywhere else. It takes just a second. It really does help us out. Uh, Derek in the chat says, good morning, Tom. And viewers, uh, thanks for all the hard work. We all appreciate it. And everyone that helps with the channel, have a great night out <laughs> Tom, on Friday. You deserve it uh, from Irish Gruner in Liverpool. Thanks, Derek. Uh, best of luck walking around the streets of Liverpool with your Arsenal shirt worn proudly, I'm sure. Uh, Nell says, nice top, Tom. I'm wearing the uh, the Ian Wright-inspired uh, shirt today. Uh, not worn mine yet, Nell says. Taking her for a spin when I go to a stag do in Prague. Uh, have you ever been? If so, any tips, any good places to go? I've not, actually. I've not been to Prague yet. It is one of those places that's uh, certainly on the checklist, but uh, I imagine there'll be a stack do in the near future that I attend that will be there. Um, so I can't give you any specifics, but I'm sure people in the chat box and the comment section will be more than happy to give you some suggestions. Uh, Harvey says, what exactly is Partey's injury? I'm not so updated. As far as I was aware, it was kind of a thigh problem that he'd continued to have issues with and that the setback was related to that that same thigh problem. So, yeah, it's a very frustrating one, and it obviously keeps coming back. And despite the fact that he's undergone surgery to try and fix it, it's still not yet managed to sort it out. Um, Maximir says, Tom, the fact that we have one of the youngest first-team squads that consistently plays week in, week out, 
could be prompting these graduates to perhaps look outside of the club for first team chances. And it is, of course, Maximius, it's a challenge. It's always going to be a challenge to try and find that balance, isn't it? To be able to find the ability to not only, I suppose, not only be in a position where you are, what's the right way of putting this? Um, giving opportunities to young players. But if you've got that young team, because that's the core that you're building, it makes it much harder to then give young players that chance. I have plenty of debates with people on social media over the last few days about Jakob Kivior, because I think he came on against Liverpool and had a really good game. And I do think that um, the idea that we would give Lino Sosa a chance over Jakob Kivior, someone that we've invested £20 million into, someone that plays international football for Poland, and that we throw them in to an important game in the league from the start or even from the bench over Kivior I just find mad and I think that that was certainly justified by Kivior's appearance in the second half against Liverpool if we have not given him those chances and say instead we'd thrown uh, one of the kids in into that position and they struggled because they've never played at senior competitive level before and then you're looking for Kivior to come on after not playing as many minutes, would he have had as good of a performance against Liverpool? There's a really strong argument to say that maybe not because he wouldn't have been as prepared. But we've given him those opportunities. We've given Kivior those chances. And that meant when we called upon him to be needed in that game, it meant that he had a really, really good performance. And thank goodness that we did. Uh, Olu, I just want to give a shout out to, has been a member with the channel now for 20 nine months thank you so much ollie for the continued support of the channel and the commitment that you show every single day in our chat boxes it means a lot uh, fran says did you see that victor ozimen is prioritizing arsenal in the summer I, I didn't uh there's no suggestions on official kind of threads at the moment that he is prioritizing arsenal at the moment that's certainly not something that i've seen um or heard at this moment in time he is interested in a premier league move we know this however he's preferences are not necessarily as not well known there's been suggestions that there were preferences that he'd prefer Chelsea I hadn't heard that either I just heard his options are very much open to a Premier League move but unsure about where that location might be a uh, depressed tornado asked a really good question hey Tom how do I become a TGT member this is a good question uh, you can do so if you go to the link in the video description you'll find a link tree link uh, if you click on that link tree it will take you to the TGT uh, Linktree page. And there should be a little um, extra link in there, which will tell you about memberships. It will take you back to a page. Now, sometimes it can be a bit tricky um, when you click it. Sometimes it doesn't actually bring up the page. You may have to do it on your desktop or an Android. I know that sometimes, uh, I know that sometimes it's not the best uh, for iPhones. So sometimes it, it doesn't always show up. But if you go over to um that link tree and then click on the the link there's a really outdated video that i probably need to update actually regarding the channel memberships but uh yeah i'd recommend going and checking that out and hopefully that will help you to uh to join up as a member uh, i have said this before i am considering swapping youtube memberships for something like patreon um but at the moment we're sticking with youtube memberships and if we do change you'll be well you'll be well notified in advance and uh of course, I don't think what we would do is get rid of YouTube memberships entirely. We'd probably just take them down so that people can keep their uh, little membership to how long they've supported the channel, but lower it to like a lower like 99p. And then if you want to support the channel uh, elsewhere, you can do it on Patreon. But I've not decided that process yet. So um, as soon as I know, 
You'll know. Uh, Rowan says, uh, any concerns regarding Ben White's time wasting with throw-ins leading to yellow cards? I feel like he does it regardless if we lead or not. Maybe it's just how he does his throw-ins. Yeah, it's a fair point and fair question, Rowan, because I thought that he deserved his yellow card, actually, um, against Liverpool. He took ages for two throw-ins, and then he was warned by the referee, and then he took ages to take a free kick. So it was always going to be the way that he was going to get a yellow card. And he got that yellow card. Is there a concern? I suppose if he gets sent off in a game because he's received a yellow for time wasting and he gets another yellow later on, that would be where the concern is. But at the moment, we've so far survived. Ben White is our one of our most carded players. Uh, he's, I think, the second highest on the list with Gabriel Jesus, both on, I think they're both on five in the Premier League. I think he's got seven across all competitions. Um, Havertz is the most carded with six in the Premier League. Um, so that's one to look out for maybe as we get further down the line. Uh, Nathan says, hey, Tom, if you could swap the win against Liverpool in the league for a win in the FA Cup, would you? Absolutely not. Not a chance, Nathan. No, it's a, it's a fair question, but no, I would not swap the win in the league for the win in the FA Cup. That win in the league is so, so important. So important for Arsenal in terms of where they stand in the context of the title race this season, where they could finish come the end of the season, how they're viewed as a club as well. The momentum that gives us, if we'd have won the FA Cup game instead, you know, we still would have won the, the Palace and the Forest game, but then losing against Liverpool could have really harmed us. So I think building on that momentum is important for our league form going into the Champions League games. It gives us belief. It changes the conversation around the club as well. So no, I wouldn't, Nathan, have, have swapped those two at all. Um, Rich says, why would anyone listen to this on an iPhone, Tom? Doesn't your face deserve to be enjoyed on a large desktop screen? <laughs> I'm not sure about that, Rich. I appreciate the kind compliment and kind words, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure that I could agree um, <laughs> about that. It's a face made for radio, you might say. Uh, Paul says, why the yellow card for, white, for time wasting when the referee just adds the time back on at the end? It's a, I, again, I think it's just a discouraged time wasting in general. So if, if you did that and you just added it on the end, you know, everyone would just do it. But it's, uh, they can't, they, they rarely get it spot on, do they? Like time wasting and how much time is added on rarely is measures up equally. If you think about how much time the ball is actually in play compared to how much added time is actually given at the end of games, it is very, very different. So yeah, I don't think so. Um, Derek says, Tom, I'm a bit behind, um, but everyone forgets about Fabio Vieira. And I think that he will have a crucial moment this season. I really hope that he does. He really needs a crucial moment this season, Derek. Um, he needs to have an impact. He needs to have something that we can reference. He needs to have something that we can point to and say, okay, maybe Vieira is now starting to, you know, really come to the fore and showcase why we bought him and vindicate the decision to invest because at the moment he is one of those players that's on a list that we don't want to see many players on which is the jury's out list and the the misses at the moment if you were saying if is he a hit or a miss he's he's a miss at the moment so we're hoping that that does change but to get him regular game time is also another challenge he started against Everton this season and we had a really good game and he had a really good game actually but we need to see more of those performances from uh from Fabio Vieira uh, Marcus says, do we take long throw-ins to lull those opponents, then pick a quick one to catch teams out like Zinchenko did? Maybe, Marcus. However, that throw-in was very much close to the box, whereas Ben White's were basically on the halfway line 
Um, so I don't think that necessarily uh, it counts in the same way. But uh, I absolutely see where you're coming from, Marcus, and, and certainly tactically you can maybe see why. Um, Lai Hyung Lim says, or oh, sorry, Lai Heng Lim says, uh, Tom, given this is the 20th anniversary of the Invincibles, do you think that we will ever reach that type of level at Arsenal ever again? It's very hard to see any club reaching that level. It's why that in Premier League history, it's only happened once. In league history, it's only happened twice, Preston North End, but it was a very, very different league back over 100 years ago uh, with far, far less teams in the league as well. It's very difficult to see any team reaching such a level of perfection in a league race. You know, Liverpool, prior to playing us, were said to have been cheated out of their game against Spurs. And to some degree, I think you've got to agree because that that VAR decision was horrific that caused them to lose that game. And not only that, but then Arsenal have gone and ended that as well. And they would have been unbeaten potentially up until us playing them and us beating them. So I think that you have to, I think you have to appreciate that that Invincibles achievement is and goes beyond anything that anyone has ever achieved in, in this sport the Premier League is the most competitive, difficult league in the world. So to go unbeaten in it is unbelievably good. I know teams have gone unbeaten in other leagues, but in the Premier League, it's just ridiculous of an achievement. Um, let's go to Martin says, the thrower has to have the option to throw. Uh, so the rest of the team have to also share some of the blame. And Kurt says, time wasting is also about killing momentum not just killing time. Absolutely. Uh, Ian says, uh, would you like to see Tomiyasu back in the left-back even if Zinni is fit? Also, does Jorginho come back into the midfield uh, versus this must-win game against West Ham? Is it a completely different game? I think I would play Jorginho against West Ham. I think we might not even have a choice to play Tomiyasu because Zinchenko might not be fit and Tomiyasu is now back. Kivior did play quite well in the second half. There's an argument that maybe he deserves to start that game and Tomiyasu can come off the bench if indeed Kivior is struggling. Um... But yeah, I think we probably start the game with Jorginho and then one of Kivior or Tommy at left back, even if Zinchenko was fit. Um, if Zinchenko was fit, though, he might start. He had a really good first half, actually, against Liverpool. Um, he was influential. He helped him building up play. He was quick in his availability on the left-hand side for Gabriel. Played more of a traditional left-back style, actually, in that game. Um I hope he's fit, but from the sounds of things, from what we heard from Arteta after the game, he didn't seem all that confident, but I guess we'll wait and see. He might be okay, Uh, but we've got lots of options. But every game is a must-win. Every single game is a must-win now. There's no games that aren't must-wins for Arsenal. If you're in a title race, I don't think you can describe any game as a must-win in the context that there might be others that aren't. I think every single game we play is a must-win if we want to win the title. Uh, Nell says, Tom, if you had to choose between us winning the Premier League or the Champions League this season, which would it be? I keep changing my mind, but I think the Prem takes it for me this season with it being the 20th anniversary of the Invincibles campaign. It's such an interesting question. It's such a, like, and I mean this with the utmost respect, but it's such a basic question as well, isn't it? Like, would you choose this or would you choose this? But actually, when you look into it, it's such a complex question to to break down because on one hand you've got a trophy that we haven't won in 20 years that as you say is the 20th anniversary of the invincibles and that represents for me the most difficult competition to win in the sport for me is the premier league trophy it is the hardest competition to win on the planet and if you win it for me it makes you the best team in the world because it is whoever wins the premier league at that point for me is the best team 
in the world. So that would be an incredible achievement. And on the other hand, you've got the Champions League, which I'd say is easier to win than the Premier League, but it is that title that we don't have. It is that chant that we always have against us. It is that annoying, frustrating stick that our rivals beat us with, like Chelsea and Man United and Aston Villa and these teams that can use this against us is incredibly frustrating that we don't have it. So the question mark of what would I choose to win? I, like you, now I go back and forth. So win both? <laughs> is that the answer? Win both? I'd, I'd love to see it, but uh, the realist, the realism of that happening is, is is something very, very different entirely. I think I lean towards the Champions League slightly because we haven't done it, um, because we haven't won it. And I think it would do more... I think it puts our, it also would put Arteta and this current team in its own unique category in the club's history as well, um, which would be something very special. So I think I lean 60-40 towards the Champions League over the other, but it is a fair question. Let us know in the chat box. In fact, why don't we set up a uh, why don't we set up a poll for the last uh, five minutes of today's show? We'll set up a poll in the chat box. And uh, and get your thoughts on uh, which one you'd like to win. I'm vamping now because it's taking my taking my screen an incredibly long time to load this page because we're on my old laptop because my new laptop won't work with the microphone. Come on, where is it? Where is the? Uh, that's not the one I want. I want to add a poll. Engage with the audience. Start a poll. Okay. Would you rather? Never thought I'd be playing this game with my chat box. Uh, would you rather EPL? Or UCL? That's the question. Get your answers in. Would you rather win the Champions League or the Premier League? Get your answers into the chat box in that poll that is in there right now. Um, let's go to uh, Amira says, Hi, not included in the Champions League squad. Is he going out on loan? No, I think he's included in the B squad, Amira. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. I think he's in the B squad with some of the youngsters. Uh, Ajmal says, last week I talked about playing Havertz premium money. Maybe Alteta was right for buying such a profile for big games, and now it's paying off. Oh, trust me, all the Havertz slander is going to come home to roost one day. It really, really is. Uh, Nell says, both is definitely the right answer, but maybe not the realistic one we want, <laughs> indeed. Uh, Jale says, yeah, good point, Rowan. The throw-ins are getting ridiculous. Uh, White got a yellow card after 30 minutes, which was silly. He needs to be more tactile. Uh, Wegbu says, Arsenal shouldn't let go of Koji Dubri. I see a mini Saka in him, and if he's given the chance, I believe he will do something. The best thing for him now is to go out on loan and show what he can do. We need to be better with our loans. We need to get more of our kids, our really talented kids on loan. That is what we need to see. So hopefully in the summer we see a more proactive approach to getting those youngsters out on loan. Uh, Chun Ho says, I want the Premier League because if we win it now with Pep and Klopp still at their respective clubs, it will be an incredible achievement to beat those managers. Fantastic point. You could say the same about the Champions League, but Liverpool aren't in it, of course, this season. Um, great, great point. Eamon says, what laptop do you use? Uh, well, my main laptop is a, uh, X Dell XPS. Um, but this one's an old Lenovo that I'm currently using, but, uh, I need to swap to a Mac, but I can't commit financially to that at the moment. It's a lot of money for, for a Mac. And when I'm saving to, 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 to move house, it's very, very difficult to, to go and jump on that. Um, I'm saving. There's saving going on. There's lots of things I want to do. All the investment that you guys put into the channel, we invest as much of it back into the channel. I'm looking at upgrading the camera 
um, very soon as well, uh, which will be from uh, the support that you guys give to the channel. So, um, yeah, it's, it's saving for, for a lot of things whilst also saving to move house is, uh, is very, very tricky, uh, especially if you live in the UK at the moment. You'll know just exactly how... The house market is at the moment. It's not great. Uh, and Amdus says, I absolutely refuse to go along with this. But since I have no choice, I'll take the Champions League. Shall we do a quick check on our poll? Uh, 61% of you are saying Champions League. And 37% of you are saying, uh, oh, it's changing. Wow, it's really changing a lot. 61. Oh, it's goodness me. It's changing all the time. 60-40. I said I was 60-40 to the Champions League. And it seems the chat box is reflecting that. They do say... Your audience is a reflection of yourself. So maybe that's the case. Uh, perfectly shown there. Um, uh, let's go to Cunyol, who says, um, Tom, given the league table, this survey is biased in our favour for the Champions League. Maybe. Uh, maybe that's the case. Uh, Lee J says, Champions League all day. 2006 still hurts. Yeah, I don't even bring it up. Uh, Tyza says, considering Chelsea's possible uh, profit and sustainability breaches, and Liverpool losing their manager in the summer. It makes me confident going into the summer transfer window. How do you feel as I think we're talking to a player right now? Um, I think Arsenal will be planning well ahead of the window. I think a lot of unofficial things are going on. And I think Arsenal are putting uh, the, the starting touches on to what they want to do for the summer. So, yes, it's exciting. I think the summer transfer window is going to be exciting. The last one was exciting. Declan Rice, £105 million spent. More money spent in a window than ever before in Arsenal's history. It was a great summer. It was a really exciting one. And we haven't even seen the benefits of Jury and Timber yet. So let's wait and see if we can have an even more exciting one in 2024. And let's see finally if we can get some benefit from some of the investment in the likes of Timber, because we certainly need that. Uh, Chris says, either way, I would be happy as we would get the Champions League next season, which shows great stability as well. Yes, winning the Champions League does qualify you to be in pot one of next season's Champions League. Uh, Rich says, Tom, should we be looking at a partnership with championship teams, uh, Charlton and QPR, to allow us to send youngsters to develop quietly? The kids need stability, not a succession of six-month low moves. I'm not sure what the rules are around partnerships with other clubs in England. I think there are maybe certain rules which stop that from happening. You can come to like, you know, you can certainly build relationships with other clubs um, and start sending more players on loan to those other clubs. But um, I think there's something about specific established partnerships that they may be blocking, which is why multi-club models across the world are different, and, and it's certainly very different in that regard. Uh, Alexander Bryant says, Premier League means the most for me. More games, more hard-earned, and it's what football is to me. The rest is extras on top and bonus tournaments. So, yeah, uh, I absolutely see that argument for sure. Uh, Phil Ed says, Tom, do you know how long the extension option for Jorginho lasts until uh, until the end of the, the contract, as far as I'm aware? So they will come to a decision whenever they want to agree that that one-year extension, if indeed they do choose to do that. But I don't know if there's a specific cutoff other than the end of June, maybe. Uh, Amira says, also, have you seen the big the list of big chances created by under-21s in Europe? I have, yes. It's a great question. Amika Bireth is joint top, even scored in his first game for Sturmgratz. I think he scored in his second game as well, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just have a quick check. Um, Mika Bireth... Sturmgratz, he has scored for Sturmgratz. Um, oh, did he? Is he only scored the one? I thought he scored two. For some reason, I had it in my head that he scored another. He has only played one game so far um, for for Sturmgratz. Uh, when is their next game uh, in their 2 0 Austrian Cup win? 
Their next game is uh well they restart because they're in the uh the winter break at the moment. They restart the league Friday, February 9th. So in two days' time. So we'll keep an eye uh on Mika Bireth. I've got a good friend um actually who does a lot of work around Austrian football. So if he's doing really, really well, um, we'll certainly be in conversation uh with them and and bring you kind of a dedicated breakdown of Mika Bireth and how he's getting on. Because I've always thought that I can't see a future, really. But he's producing some really good numbers. So who knows? He could prove me wrong. I hope that he does. Uh, Pritham says, uh, how much can we expect from Thomas Partey's sale? Not loads. I think I said between 10 and 20 million pounds, I think is probably what we would end up getting. Um, Damon says, you can't have an affiliation with a club in the same league. Yes, that's what I thought. Um, but I think you can have kind of like unofficial kind of like, you know, understandings where you send loans to, to certain clubs and they develop them and they get a benefit. They might get a, a cheaper loan fee because they know they're going to guarantee you more game time. You know, things unofficially go on all the time in football. Uh, Chris says, with the Jorginho contract talks, do we know who is holding back from renewing? I spoke to Jorginho myself and um, I can tell you that he told me that they have not spoken about the contract situation yet. Uh, in fact, why don't you listen back to that conversation right now? Uh, congratulations. Thank you. I'll just sum up that game then. Sorry, I didn't how'd, hear. Sorry, how would you sum it all up after winning that victory? How did you what? How do you sum it up? Sorry. <laughs> what does Summarize that mean? it. Sum- how do you feel after <laughs> winning that? <laughs> sorry, my English. Sorry, yeah. So, you need, like, I'm tired. Like, <laughs> you the questions. Clear English, please. <laughs> no, we feel really good, really, really happy. I think we worked really, really hard and uh, we deserve doing so. We should enjoy and uh, and feel in this way. I'm curious because you've got obviously your, your contract is a situation which is coming towards an end, but there's a year option. Does that kind of performance make you want to stay longer? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm trying to enjoy the moment. To be honest, you know, uh, we haven't spoken about it, and uh, I just want to win games with Arsenal. <laughs> So, yeah, there you go. Uh, they've not spoken about it yet, um, is is what they've heard. And, again, just highlighting apparently that I can't uh, – my English needs to be better and clearer for Jorginho. Um, but, no, it's, uh, it seems as though it's not something that's being spoken about yet. The club and the players seem very calm about that. I don't think it's anyone specifically holding off um, in, in, in the context of it. I just think that they're focused on football right now and we'll wait and see. Um, Daniel Roberts says the year is 2045 and Tom will still be repeating his interview with Georgina. Hey, look, I could play you a load of interviews that I've got saved up in this stream yard if you want, Dan. I'll go back through them all if you like. <laughs> happily so. Happily so. Anyway, um, we're going to bring the show to a close there. Let's do a quick brief check on our poll that we put out. Would you rather win the Premier League or the Champions League? If you're listening on audio platforms, come over to YouTube and leave your comment as well. And of course, leave a like as well. If you're listening on audio, it really does help us out. If you would jump over every day just to drop a like and help us reach that 1K like target. It seems that 60% of you roughly would indeed pick the Champions League. 40% of you would pick the Premier League. So, uh Yes, uh, it seems that you kind of reflect where I'm at, 60-40, leaning towards the Champions League. That's that's where I'm at right now with that. But thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Really appreciate your time, as always. Uh, as I've mentioned a few times, drop a like, subscribe, and all that usual youtube stuff. Uh, it is going to be two weeks tomorrow, actually, that we are away from the live event, uh, which I'm really looking forward to, to seeing and hosting and 
uh, introducing you to, to plenty of some uh, good guests uh, and some good fun and games and good chat, mostly about the Champions League game against Porto and then looking ahead to the Newcastle game as well that weekend and playing some some fun activities as well, which is going to be great. So um, looking forward to that. Uh, I will be back tomorrow morning. I don't know if we're going to be doing a show tonight. We may or may not. I haven't got anything planned, but you know, things can spontaneously happen. So keep your eyes peeled just in case. Um, and turn the notifications on. If you turn the notification bell on, it should actually notify you when we go live, if YouTube can do its job properly, which sometimes it doesn't. Uh, I'll, of course, be uh, producing plenty of content for you across football.london today as well. If you want to keep reading the articles, that would be very much appreciate. You can read about um, kind of Tommy Ash's return at the moment. You can read about Urien Timber's inclusion in the squad. You can read, um, actually, I'm doing an interview with a former Arsenal player this morning, uh, which will be an interview out a little bit later uh, as well. So make sure that you uh, look out for that. Uh, a former Arsenal favourite, actually. Um, I'm interviewing a little bit later on this morning. So, and someone that you all know and hear nearly every single week. Uh, so make sure you look at, listen and look out for that one. Um, but yes, thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow morning. Have a fantastic day. Stay safe, stay well, stay respectful and stay happy. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.